what up, though? You know what it is. It's your boy Snow right here, man, telling you to keep your vision. You got to be a visionary. Everybody ain't going to see your vision. You got to stick to it, though, baby. Keep going and going and going. That's the motivation, you know? That part. Yes, sir. go with this is probably gonna be episode eight or nine can't figure it out but whatever the title says that's what it is you know uh been away for a little while so i'm coming back strong drop like two three episodes real quick on you do feel me um what you was just listening to was a little inspirational quote from uh from the trap god jeezy I should have played it for you just so you could have got the feel for it. I had to rip this uh, Jeezy uh, inspirational inspirational monologue off IG real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because I need y'all to feel inspired. You feel me? I need y'all to go into this summer feeling yourself. Winter's over. Whatever body you bring into the beach is the body you bring into the beach. You feel me? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? If you still got that nigga from Christmas, you gonna have him through the summer. It's over. Because if he was gonna leave you, he would have did it already. <laughs> if she was gonna leave you, she'd have did it already. You know what I'm saying? Just don't get pregnant this summer. That's all yeah, I'm please, saying. Please, please, sis. Please. <laughs> we not on that. You know what I'm saying? Pills, condoms, whatever you need. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're in Georgia right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> But uh, outside of that, you know what I'm saying? Day parties. Enjoy all the day parties. I work overnight, so you're probably going to see me at day parties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, sipping on cranberry juice because the nigga got to go to work and I can't drink. Because <laughs> if I crash something, it's over. Uh-uh. I'm going to be slow sipping the cranberry juice in there, pretending like I'm off the alcohol. $30 drinks at the promontory. <laughs> oh my god but low key that bartender at the promontory it's one what is she like short that might be my homegirl brown skin what's her name uh, my homegirl she used to be she used she to do like uh nah oh. she had like straight hair she used to she said she used to do some like interview she type stuff um i know her her drink game yeah i think she, i had her last time i was there i would she, pay her Every yeah. single time, <laughs> tip her strong too, cause her drinks be heavy. Mm-hmm. She had, I was at, I was at a day party with August. It was a children's party. <laughs> it was like, like, like you know, the promontory they have like this. Uh, the other side. Which no, they have like uh, this event where like the parents Beat. bring their kids and stuff like that. 
I've never heard of any family function there outside of when they do the um the pack of lunch, the uh, hungry, whatever that thing is. Yeah, they done it a couple times, especially last summer. It was like a baby bass. They had like a DJ, mm, but they were serving alcohol and tacos. So August I- had two drunk parents there. <laughs> okay. Luckily, I figured out how I, by this time, mastered the car seat. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to drop the conversation. I don't want nobody reporting me. Like they did. uh, (laughs) Who was that that got arrested for having guns uh, on IG Live while his baby was in there? What rapper was that? Oh, I didn't hear that. It was one of these little drug out niggas. I don't need that that. in my life. But if you're a parent, you know. Right. You know. I mean, that's that's some of the best ramen noodle dinners have been cooked (laughs) because you might have had a little bit too much wine. (laughs) Or that was probably the best cold Happy Meal fries you've ever eaten because your baby didn't finish it. (laughs) And you weren't finna make nothing else. (laughs) So cold chicken nuggets and fries is where it was at. (laughs) put me on game i don't have any kids so you don't know oh you don't know what you know about that life yet half eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches (laughs) remnants of you have not had a peanut butter jelly sandwich sandwich and pieces cold pieces of chicken (laughs) yes those be the best cut the little crust off cut the part where they bit because babies are nasty and it's on and popping (laughs) like august his drool is crazy i would a whole different flavor whole different and he likes sharing he does yeah that's why he my boyfriend that's why he my boo that's (laughs) shout out shout out to august i hope you feel better soon hey big head (laughs) (laughs) so let me definitely gonna get them in preschool like he already got that smooth touch like (laughs) oh listen you know he be waving the little girl baby he look like he he a smooth cat when he i saw him at my book sign he he definitely he alert just yeah. say that. <laughs> He'd be ready. I gotta he show would. you. I gotta show you some pictures for you leave. He would. He got some model pictures. Oh well. Where he like got his hand on his cheek and everything. He too. It's a wrap. <laughs> too much. Had your wife. Had your kids. Listen. So, the voice you are hearing <laughs> is my guest. As if you have been with me from the beginning, you know that this podcast has been fueled and powered by. The majestic black woman. Alright. Most of, as I keep saying, and I'm saying this because I'm petty, because I know niggas still be listening. And I just want y'all to know, my nigga, just y'all be playing me and don't be like coming on the show. Black women got me. Cause all of my guests have been black women, except for Q. Oh, okay. he was on there. That's my guy. Okay. He popped up. But there's still some niggas who be acting like they fake important. Saying that they'll come on the show and then they don't even come on. That that fake important stuff. They got them shorts to say fake decent. They need some fake important. Yeah. So this is episode eight. I'm still talking about it. So I am feeling some type of way, obviously. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There are some Drake lyrics somewhere (laughs) that could truly express... I was just listening to Portland on the way here. <laughs> Real quick, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I might need uh, what? A side Drake. Uh, A side Drake on Scorpion. I don't know Drake on something else like this. He didn't got you know he. 
this this playoff Drake is a different Drake. I don't know. I don't know if he got a tan. He doing Beijing. He's just I don't know. But he looking like a snack. But this is a whole different Drake. Like you got Drake Airlines. And he. Mm. I mean, shit, you get he, he popping. You got abs and some money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like he's always been decent. He's just never been cute to me. But like now, but he's still obnoxious. But like super obnoxious during these playoffs. But why are you you going for Golden State? Neither. I'm a LeBron James fan. Let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 That's a whole nother podcast. Like so, it's some people right now. They're just like they don't want to see the other team win. I don't really care for either. Like. The playoffs are whack without LeBron. Let's, that should be a podcast. That should be an episode all by itself. Have the playoffs you listened, are whack without LeBron. Have you heard Have you heard of the podcast uh, Flagrant 2? No. You got to listen to it because they, they have some hot takes about that saying that the uh, the uh, it's actually better without LeBron being there. It's actually better. It's like, good that we don't have a visual. For people this. out there like... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Better games out here. It's a better, better games. Up. Yeah. They doing the same stuff and whatever. That's what you're saying. <laughs> whatever, man. All right. Okay. Team LeBron in the building. Yeah. All day. <laughs> yeah. That, that, how could you even make an argument that it's better without him? How How does that make sense? I don't in, know. In any way, just TV, the actual game. How does that make any Have sense? Have you watched any of the playoffs? Some, some. <laughs> but there are statistics that show that the ratings have definitely gone down. They have definitely gone down. Oh yeah, because, because nobody know half of these niggas' names. None. Yeah, but none. It's, it still has been some good ass games. No, not like it would have been. Again, that's a whole nother episode. Like he brings, <laughs> he brings a whole different element to it, and I think he makes everybody step their game up. Steph, yes, he's dope, but he doesn't necessarily apply pressure like that. You know, so yeah, that's what they got. That's what they had uh, Durant on there for. You is that was that okay? All right. I'm just saying, uh, okay. like, uh, with Steph, 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 don't have no killer mentality. We not going to go into that because they everybody claims that nobody has a killer mentality. So if you leave it to no, the, if you Kawhi leave it to do. the public, and it's nobody had killer mentality besides Kobe. So whatever, Kawhi Kobe do. and Jordan. Now they now he's on now he's on. Kawhi got it. Now he's on, but that was nobody's talking about him last Kawhi year. Why carrying the team? Anywho, nobody <laughs> was talking about him last year. Nobody was talking about. Uh, Y'all gotta see her eye rolls. <laughs> Anywho, you about to get my blood pressure up now. <laughs> when you talk about LeBron, anybody that know me know <laughs> playoffs I'm... and uh, the finals. Like I be getting mad texts. When I was on Facebook, it was really crazy, but. Especially that time when he um, made the decision. It was, so, this is an ongoing thing. Well, that was petty. But I think at this point, he's transitioning. So, it's like, we don't really care. He got what he came for. At this point, he just, he's preparing his son. Did he, though? Did he get what he See, came for? You, did he? Did he, though? I think so, because, I mean, overall, I feel like he's looking at the big picture of his career. He's not looking at it just as, like, NBA. They're looking at him as like, okay, you just whatever MVP, best in the world. Like he's like, like and we like we all should be try, just trying to be a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. So he knows every season he's pushing himself. So it might not seem like okay, oh you accomplished all of this, you didn't get all these rings, you didn't do all of this. But he knows how he progressed from when he started to where he is now. Whether that be NBA, business, whatever, you know. So. I, I go I, all, as you can see. Welcome to her TED Talk. You know what I'm saying? 
I have no I have not heard anybody ever so eloquently put Man. LeBron James thought process on on his uh successes and his failures. Brian, if you need somebody to write that memoir, well, got it for you. She Man, got it. Listen, you know what? People, okay, even... hold on. We got to stop. We got to stop. Because I, I technically, I still have not even said your name okay. on this podcast. It is Vo Anais. Vo Anais. Vo Anais. All right. Some special shit. All right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I have to, you know, I'm pretty I have to sure. I bring myself back. I'm sorry. We can start talking about LeBron. You know, I gotta. So what, what, what is that? Where's that name from? Is that some like Creole shit? My mom was reading a book by Judith Krantz, okay. and there was a character, and she changed one of the characters' names slightly. Um, people always ask, "Is it French?" Technically, it's not. I stayed in Paris for like two and a half weeks, and I didn't ask one person. That's my bad. But I don't. <laughs> I don't think there's a formal meaning. Everybody tell me like you should just tell people what I mean whatever. I'm like. I ain't gonna lie, I'm special. <laughs> Westside killer, that's what it means. <laughs> that's what it stands for. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, she is an entrepreneur, a philanthropist. Um, which I was like, I was uh, uh, as I was doing my research on you. You did research. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I fell back. So I forget that people can actually like see stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the work. I was like, I haven't, oh, I haven't updated my website. So I forget, like, oh yeah. Because I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, I was like, I, I've always enjoyed your post. I just thought you was funny, <laughs> but uh, not until I was like, yo, she should be a guest on here. That I kind of looked past that, and I was just like, nah, she be doing she, shit. She's actually, yeah, like she. <laughs> This is beyond the labs, right. like no, nah, like you really be doing shit. So you you have or you had a PR firm. So it started out. So I have a consulting firm, and it started yeah. out as a PR firm. Um, I taught myself everything I knew about PR and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started real small, just networking, um, and just helping with with different entrepreneurs there, their their branding, their social media, and all that kind of stuff. And then it branched out to what I now do is consulting, because. I got tired of making suggestions on what they should do to improve their brand and to enhance their um, media presence, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they, obviously, if it's that the budget's not there, if they don't want to do it, that's a reflection on me. Of course. <laughs> you know, so at this point, I'd rather consult with you and say, okay, this is what you... Sh- I'm, I've, I've moved away from PR in general. Right. More so just with branding, marketing. Because um, consulting, so- you get the dollars regardless. Right. So it's like, if you don't do it, that's on you. But if you got something in your EPK saying, like, such and such is my my publicist, and you out here don't even have a website or whatever the case is, that's no. That's not. Uh-uh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not doing that. Um, so that was the primary reason for moving from that. But that was never really my passion. My passion is giving. But anybody that knows me, anybody that knows me, everything about me is centered around giving, serving, and somehow helping other people. Mm-hmm. So with the consulting, I'm trying to, um, not trying, I do consult with nonprofits, entrepreneurs, small businesses on how they can give back and develop their business and brand. Smooth, smooth, smooth. Uh, I could definitely relate with you on the PR. Uh, I used to be a manager for local for a couple Ooh. local artists. Mm. Um, very talented bad. guys. I could never speak ill on their talent. Um, but what I learned that having your success tied to somebody else's, else's work, work ethic is 
scary as hell. It is. It truly it's, it's is. It's tied in and it's like, and it's so much. And then that, under, that doesn't even account for the compensation. So it was like, okay, you doing all this leg work to try to make sure they get in this room. They doing this, they doing right. that. And then it's like, okay, yeah, you can do a retainer, but that's not really accounting for the work that you're really doing. So that's yeah. facing in general. It's just really hard. And it's definitely changed in recent years with how everything's been digitized. Yeah. So everybody feels like they can do everything on their own, which to a certain degree you can, but there's a reason why you should have certain people on your team. Hell because yeah. if they have a skill, if they if they're skilled in a particular area, they need to focus on that. Hell you know, yeah. something when you like bootstrapping, yeah, of course you might have to be the face of the business and do like invoice and do certain stuff. But like if you in a particular industry, you don't need to be doing your PR, doing your marketing, doing this, doing that. Like, no, it's just being your own manager, right. building your own website, like you have to be more strategic. And if you don't have a budget, yes, you might have to, you know, cut some corners, but there's some things you yeah. have to know, like, okay, well, this is just, I need this and I need to invest. Because that's yeah. a big part of it, too. It's investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. That's It's not just about, okay, getting it. Because everybody doesn't need a publicist. Just like when you start a business, everybody doesn't need to go get a loan. So you have right. to assess, okay, what do I really need? Right. You know? Yeah, like, uh, I, I, I've told most of my friends and, like I was uh, telling um, another guest on an earlier episode, um, taking my own advice, start what you have. You know what I'm saying? Start where you at. Do it. Guess you're trying, trying to slide my book title in there. Guess you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo. Author as well. Real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole ass yeah. book. Uh, what is it? A thousand ways to be successful? A thousand. <laughs> Hundred next time. Listen, <laughs> a thousand ways. It'll, it'll now, be a part two. <laughs> yeah, her book is is super awesome. Uh, definitely, I'm putting in an order for myself. Awesome. Oh. And when I saw you had a book, I was like, "Fuck, I should have read this book before I had her on here." But we had already solidified mm-hmm. a date and everything. But um, I definitely think this is one of one of the ways to be successful. Is one getting started, doing what you can, but also recognizing what you can't do and planning and setting yourself up to outsource because there's people out here professionals like uh, another guest I had on Anna Wilder you know she does uh, I want to say a similar job to what you're doing but uh, I want to say more aesthetically more electronically with Mm -hmm. graphics and all of that and she does some consulting and everything but you know y'all are important because y'all see the bigger picture when somebody like me for this podcast you know I'm I'm in the right. thick of it. I'm and it's not even that you it. don't see it, but it's just like it might not be something you focus on because you're more focused on the creative aspect, right. especially in the entertainment industry. It's like you're more, you should be more focusing more on the, the, the art, right? You know. Now, obviously, when you're starting, you might not have a budget for a whole team for this, that, and the other. But you, it, we have so many resources nowadays. It's some stuff you can just, you know, right. And a lot of publicists, they have a la carte. But see, again, that thing has changed. So people aren't even really looking at publicists anymore. Mm-hmm. So the, the title has changed. Even with PR firms, it just doesn't look the same. Right. What that would look like back look, in the I day. I heard it's turning into like a lot of boutique agencies yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And just like with the, the um the uh, what's that, record uh, labels and stuff, all that has changed. You know, mm-hmm. A&R, at first you were like, you were striving to get a deal. You're trying to get this 360 deal. You're trying to get into this office. Mm-hmm. Now, like, there's really not, especially here in Chicago, anyone that could put you in a position that you can't really put yourself in or right. you can't get without your own stream. So so, so it makes it even harder for people who are in A&R, who do public, um, 
public relations because people don't see their value. Yeah, I mean, public relations at this point is uh, building. I, I know this sounds corny and cheesy, but building your brand, which is basically building your relationship with your audience but see, and stuff like that. And and, and it's not even just for. Uh, not even just for like rappers or creatives. Like if you're a that's baker, what I was gonna say. it's it's more than that, and that's one of the biggest challenges I had doing it too. Is like people to understand public relations is not just about getting the media to see whatever you're doing or trying to put a blah, uh, 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 press release. It's more than that. It's also media relations too. It's like consulting with somebody. If you get if you get booked, if I get you booked for this Good Morning America. There's a lot that goes along with that. So you get on there talking crazy. You have to do media um, coaching and all that media kind of training. stuff. Yeah, it, that, it's a lot more to it than just sending out media alerts and trying to. Right. And a lot of a lot of entertainers thought that PR was about okay, just getting everybody to see me. You have to understand the media is interested in what something that's relevant. So just because you got a mixtape dropping, that don't mean that that everybody's going to be there just because I didn't shot this out to all of them. You know, it has right. to be something relevant and something that something's going on right now. Not even just right now, but it has to it has to matter. Right. So how how can they tie this into something else? You know what I mean? Sure. So that's the job of the publicist is to put the spin on it so it gets their attention. Sure. But I mean it's hundreds of thousands of people dropping mixtapes. Why should they come to your release? Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel. And and honestly, that's like the podcast is the new mixtape at this point. Um everybody is starting one, every almost everybody has one. And uh, what I'm doing here is um, using a voice that I feel like is unheard. So I'm not really talking too much about places that you can't possibly hear anywhere else, even though I'm speaking to people who have stories that you can't get anywhere else. But there's no Chicago voice, no true Chicago voice. The true Chicago voice to me in uh, national media right now is kind of like Chance and Kanye. You mean national media? Yeah. Or were you talking about Chicago voice in terms of podcast? I mean, well, just entertainment as a whole. And I know there's some Chicago like podcasts that are like like coming up, but like if you look at Revolt, if you look at BET, if you look at MTV, if you look at the places that talk about our culture, point of view, whether it's complex, to me a lot of the point of a lot of the points of view on our culture um is from the west coast and the east coast not so Chicago? much no when i say our coach i mean uh like hip-hop as a oh, whole okay. you know it's mostly from the point of view of like new york and la it's not too many i don't feel like there's too many people in chicago that you know what i'm saying i don't chicago hear our conversation is, i don't hear our lingo you chicago know what I'm saying? Is jacked. <laughs> you say what it's jacked. and when i say jacked i mean it's just like we have a very just like the politics we have a very um it's just it's the same energy I know what that you're going to say, but I feel like it's changed. It's changed. I feel like Chicago is becoming energy, more supportive. Other people feel that. And it's just like, that's why we don't really get picked up on because it's just like, it's not a, it's not really a movement. Like, okay. Right. It's just like, it's isolated. So you got Kanye, you got Chance. It's not like this is, you know what right. I mean? Like when you get, when you think of Bay Area, you think of a, a, a group of right. people or a, a movement of whatever, what, like Nipsey, like that was, was a lot more with that. Mm-hmm. But Chicago, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, when you think of Chicago, who comes to mind when you mention Chicago when it comes to hip hop besides Kanye? And he canceled, so. And, but that's <laughs> my point. And then Common. 
and he not so much because he's in transition. So it's like he's not really the current, you know. Right. But I'm saying other people don't. I don't think they but respect he, us right. like that anymore, especially nah, after Kanye moves. So. I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. I think um, my my part my point is not even just the creators, it's the commentators. You know what I'm saying? The people who are discussing the culture, the things that are happening in our communities as a black people as a whole and stuff like that. My goal is to become one of those people and stuff like that because I feel like it's it's a conversation. It's a conversation from the point of view of the Midwest that's not being had anywhere. And if you even think about it, even outside of just black people, if you think about it on the political realm, like the Midwest. So I said we it's, have a bad rap. In our general, conversation so people is, don't really include us in that conversation because right. it's like okay, it's it's violent. That's it. It's just right. like that's that that's the limit on what, you know what people saying? recognize Chicago for. Trump won his presidential election by talking to the the heart of the country is what we call it, the Midwest. I feel like you you can kind of bring that even over to the hip hop community and over into what we're doing here. You know, like I, I'm just I would like to hear more. New York niggas talk, <laughs> but see that's the thing. Like they, they got they earn that respect. They got uh, a system up there. Yes, they got a system. Yes, it's, it's a, a, and a factory. It's a under, yeah, right, and, and we have a machine here, but it's the it's a it's a corrupt machine. Yeah, because <laughs> so, like to me, they have like these roles that people play, and every ten to fifteen years, they just exchange the faces. Right, of and those but here roles. we don't want to do that. It's like everybody wants to hold. It's like they don't want to pass the torch. Yeah. We knew it for the wall, and that's okay. We what? We knew it for the wall. That's a game. That's the uh, Game of uh, Thrones reference. Uh, Please tell haven't me. Haven't seen not one episode. Not one episode of Game of Thrones. One, not a commercial. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my uh, one god! One of those. You like one of the chosen people. <laughs> I feel like you like if 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 Game of Thrones was if Game of Thrones was a no. religion. Y'all would be Jehovah's Witnesses. Y'all be the few people. That's a quote. Y'all, oh my goodness. Y'all be one of the few people promising to the promised land. Because there's only like 20,000, 22,000 Jehovah's Witnesses promised in. It's only a few of y'all. The people who have not watched Game of Thrones is the only Yo, people Jesus that's... is living in. If Game of Thrones was, I'm gonna tell my homie because he's like a fanatic. Like he got the glasses, he got everything. Oh, he post everything, <laughs> and his kids be buying them all. Like he got all the little pop up, whatever, everything. And this man said, if Game of Thrones was a religion, you will be a Jehovah Witness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> straight up, the, uh, people who have who, people who went eight to ten years without watching an episode. It's been Yes, and the hype has been this big for that long. Now, why, and for you to just be okay with being left out of a conversation. Of Game of Thrones? You special. <laughs> you special. <laughs> this man said, if Game of Thrones was a religion, you would be a Jehovah Witness. Now watch this. I've never seen a wire either. He about to kick me out. <laughs> How have you never seen the wire? I like the corner. The corner. That's that's my defense. I've never seen an episode of The Wire. I mean, if you feel like that's a defense, I understand, but... <laughs> He's like, who raised you? That's crazy. <laughs> He's about to kick me out. <laughs> that is crazy. So, what do you do when people He's reference like, what do you do in your life? <laughs> what do you do when people reference them? I don't you do just, anything. You just kind of, like, do you do the fake laugh? Like, ah, yo, you crazy. People in real life... 
I don't have those conversations. That doesn't come up. Like, the only time I hear that or see that, well, only time, yeah, I see references is online. White people watching The Wire right now on, on uh, Netflix. I just want you to know that. The Wire? White people. <laughs> I just want you to know that you're going to be mad left out because they're going to be coming with uh, references. For You said, the, you mean uh, The Game Wire? Nah, The Wire. White people watching The Wire. It's the new one? Nah, it's on it's on uh, Netflix now. Oh. Yeah. They watching. <laughs> they was watching it then, but they watching it now too. Why? It's a glimpse into the black community. But I thought the other show was um not Chicago. It was another one that's supposed to be a glimpse. The Shy? No. It's a it's one of the older ones like The Wire and uh was it was it uh not Weeds, um uh, uh anywho. All right. <laughs> you're talking about Breaking Bad. Nah, that's white people shit. Uh, <laughs> it was one of them. Okay, so confession. I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. All right. That makes sense. In okay. general. So, I mean, I, I know enough to. I mean, I watch what I watch, but like, I'm usually moving. I don't even know why I pay so rent. You, <laughs> <laughs> so, you treat TV the same way I kind of treat sports. So, yes. Jehovah. So I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Let all y'all in real quick. I don't really watch a whole lot of sports, right? Mm. But Clinetta. I know enough. <laughs> Get your boy. I know enough. <laughs> so I, what you're what you're basically telling me is like I should know enough to at least be able to reference it. But see, that's the thing. That's social pressure. I know enough to have that's a conversation. I have no like. So like, check this out. I was I was like. I think it's called what gaslight. I was gaslighting niggas at work, right? Because <laughs> like I said, I know enough, right? So everybody was chilling, and they just kind of mentioned, yeah, they just kind of mentioned uh, the playoffs and stuff. And I was just like, hey, y'all know KD going to the Knicks. <laughs> and niggas was like, why would he go to the Knicks? Why would, why would he staying on the gold on the Warriors getting all the trophies? I'm like, that ain't about trophies, it's about his legacies. <laughs> niggas went up. They was going for like thirty That's minutes. All you gotta say it's just. I was like the Joker in that bitch, just creating chaos, just dropping shit, just <laughs> dropping shit on them. And they was getting mad and saying, arguing. But see, that's with each the thing other. about those Netflix specials is like, you have to watch the whole thing. You can't just like get, you can't just watch one and like, and try to, you know, like you said, gaslight somebody. You have to, because you'll say something and they're like, what? Like, it, you have to see, because I tried to do that with, because um, I just got on to Insecure. So I just, I, I did a binge or whatever. But a lot of, I had no have idea. Have you seen Belly? That's one of my favorite movies. Don't play. Okay. Like, All come right. on. All don't right. do me like that. I was that gonna say. That. But I don't really think that Game of Thrones is like a classic for you to be like, oh, you ain't see that. That's it, it, no. It is. No. It is because no. you haven't watched it. I'm sorry. Power. No. Yeah, Power is not that. Not a classic. Uh, but Game of Thrones is. No, it's not. The Game of Thrones is the end of an era. It's Jordan. No, Game of Thrones. Y'all didn't make this white. Let me. Okay. No, I'm telling you, Game of Thrones is Jordan's last season with the Bulls, and this what? is why. This Are is you why. really comparing? This is that- why. I'm comparing it because I don't think there would ever be another show on TV or another moment on TV where people all across the country tune into one thing at one time was in the same place with that one thing at that one time. No, you know, there think is. about it. No, because no, think about it. Most of the dope shows are now on like Netflix or Hulu or something like that. See, where you I have no idea as to what that reference. Who is Jamie Lannister? Jamie Lannister's King Say level was so high he tried to kill the king eight seasons ago. I have no idea See? what that means. 
Those are real people? So this is a meme. No, okay, we're not even This is this. a meme of Jamie Lannister <laughs> pushing Bran out the window. And the caption reads, Jamie Lannister's Kingslayer level was so high, he tried to kill the king eight seasons ago. So and lost. she had no fucking idea no. what it means. <laughs> Shouts out to Bran the Broken. Um, wow, who was that? It's people listening to this cringing, listening to your reaction. <laughs> Brent, who was Brent? It's people cringing right now. I'm sorry. Listen I'm sorry. Forgive me, y'all. But no, like, like, so with Game of Thrones, you couldn't watch ahead. And so everybody was always always in the same spot. Everybody was having the exact same conversation at the exact same moment. I when you binge watch like something, that. you know, you might have seen it, but I ain't seen it. You might be on episode seven i'm on episode three so we can't even have a conversation we're not even in the same space you in the future i'm in the past you really you really feel like this is messy. what other you show are they gonna come out about. with that's gonna have everybody watching it like that there I, there is one i can't think of it right now that's what I, that's my point though along the lines of game of thrones i think there are other shows that bring everybody to in one space no matter what big bang theory gone not, that's not big bang theory wow. um Okay, I can't think of it, but yeah, definitely not Game of Thrones. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's ever watched Game of Thrones, ever had that reaction. What's what's that one show where all the niggas be getting raped and dying? What's the name of that show? That has never been said ever. Everybody know Game of Thrones. Off back. Okay, I um okay. Off back, but um speaking of uh. Of Game of Thrones, um, you are also a philanthropist. So how is that connected to philanthropy? I would know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you think on that. I'm gonna let you ride home with that <laughs> and try to figure out what philanthropy what you learn today? <laughs> has to do with Game of Thrones. It might have everything to do with it. It might have nothing. Oh. I'm gonna let you sit on that. Um, all my real niggas know though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm I saying? Lo- I lost my G card because I don't <laughs> watch the Game of Thrones. You definitely okay. did. Like, who the king of the north? No idea. This sounds like a fair. This honestly, when 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 people say Game of Thrones, you know what comes to mind? Harry Potter. That's what like that's what I that. associate with that. Both that's just both like, classics. Both I've never classics. read one Harry Potter book. Have you at least watched the movies? No. Okay, Not I don't one. know what we're going to do <laughs> for the rest of this episode. He's like, why are you here? <laughs> Obviously, Not my one. researching skills are not that great. You've not even watched the Harry Potter movie? No, not not one ounce of interest in doing so. You was just learning about marketing and PR and this shit. No. <laughs> you be reading hella self-help books, right? I Supple feel like Autumn not giving right a fuck. I feel like you're judging me. Right I, now. I thought this was a safe space. Hold that judgment. I thought this was a safe space for black women. <laughs> and I feel like you're judging me because I don't watch the Game of Thrones. But it's okay. I feel like black women might trade you right now. Wow. Don't do that. Don't do that, sis. <laughs> Please don't do that. Because I definitely don't feel like that's the show. Like, there are some, and I probably haven't seen those either. But, okay. Uh, let me see. No, not blackish. What else could there be? Black. I feel like there's some other classic. stuff where it's not like, come on, you got to give me some. No, I mean, but I, again, I don't watch TV like that. But see, I'm not into that kind of fairy tale. It's like, I feel. I'm not it's into okay. that. Like it's movie. Right. 
It's okay. It's alright. <laughs> he turned the mic off. He just acted like this podcast is still going on. It's okay. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> I should have left the Harry Potter thing out of it. The, I, 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 I am not going to lie. That, right now. that that might have been <laughs> a line too far. But I mean, we still have Belly. He's like, why do why does why does she know you? We still like, have how Belly. did uh, no okay. August? You cannot know. What's your all? favorite line from State Property? Okay, okay. I don't have a favorite line, but I can. Okay, not State Property, but Paid in Full. Can no? Yeah, Paid in Full. Okay, Paid in right. Full. Paid. Okay. I'm with that. Okay. I'm with you. Know what I'm saying you ain't even see it. I hit it with the Dougie. You ain't even see it. <laughs> the Dougie. Now that's that's my. Spot. What my that's man say. What my man say, uh, what's the point of having soldiers if you ain't gonna use them, eh? I just need to be around love, B. I, I love it. I love it. I love you it. Gonna ask me about you know belly. what? Belly is like my I, I know what you need. You know what I'm saying? Get you some chicken soup. You know what I'm saying? And just binge. <laughs> no, it's down. Oh. That's a line for paid it for. Pull your skirt down, eh? You just get shot every day, B. Okay. Any other show it. that you wanna. Condemn me about Nah I don't want to know Nothing else <laughs> Okay so you were asking About the philanthropy I'm not sure how that's Connected to uh, Game of Thrones I guess that's my homework Um yeah. So what about philanthropy <laughs> So You started early With the philanthropy Right That's what I read You started Um And while you was a teenager What getting the Scottish Getting the fun together for Proviso East? That's current. But in terms of me, like, wanting to serve and always give back, yes. I've been volunteering and doing things in the community, like, since I was very young. Um, and that's that's just me, though. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm at a space where it's really difficult to try to brand it because that's just, it's me. It's a part of who I am. Right. So it's, it's really hard to try to... I mean, you can. Obviously, I know how to brand and market and all that other stuff. But it's just like, okay, I don't want to do all these 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 colored and themed memes and pictures just to say, okay, be a good person. Right. You know, like I I try to project that through my lifestyle and just who I am. Yeah. So when people I see, see it on your IG, like you always pulling food out of somebody's trunk, <laughs> giving away plates, man. <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh well. But yeah, that's the hard part. And one of my homies, he was actually telling me that he was just like, it's just who you are. This is not like a gimmick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And although I know the importance of branding and all of that, I'm just not interested in trying to. I'm just like being me, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I think the best way to connect with people is being transparent and authentic. And me being my authentic authentic self is always giving and really trying to inspire the next person to give or find a re a way. To use what they have to to help someone else, and it doesn't have to be writing a check. It doesn't have to be doing a, a big thing. It mm. could just be doing something that you would normally do that can help another person move a little bit further. Right. You know. So, um, yeah, that that's the challenging part because it's just that's who I am. Right. It's just it's just always been who I am. Most Aquarians are humanitarians. Yeah. You, Oprah. I don't know about Jordan. But uh, no, nah, that nigga's is not a humanitarian <laughs> at all, <laughs> at not, all. Right. But yeah, uh, in general, like most, you they have some space for that. But for me, that's just like my whole. That's, that's, that's my whole thing. That's your thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, like a, a life, a life with purpose is a life worth living. Definitely. Right. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say that's like you know living on purpose. But it's like when once you get older and you really start to dig dig. And try to find, identify. It's not as easy as it sounds. 
you know, people, they'll say it just off the whim, like, okay, live on purpose. Yeah, it's one thing to live on purpose, but do you truly know what your purpose is? Because right. even though that's my passion and that's what I do and that's what I'm, I'm, I'm committed to, I'm still not certain what my true purpose. And one thing I learned too recently is that that purpose is constantly changing. Hell As yeah. you evolve, it's constantly changing. So right now, if you said <laughs> you always see me put pulling food out of trunk, I think I've I've progressed from that stage of my philanthropy, if you will. So for like right now. I don't care if you tell me right now, like, man, I got somebody called me like that once. They're like, okay, we had a funeral. We got all these pans of food. Like we did not eat. It's still like fresh and not, hasn't been touched. I'm like, all right, boom. I picked it up, take it to the women's shelter in Inglewood. They were like super happy. Like as a young girl, she was like 15, 16. She's pregnant. Talking about she's starving. Word. <clears throat> Crazy. So it's like, for me, that made all the difference. It was hella inconvenient to go pick up, you know, doing all that traveling and but for me, that's what made the difference. And then I ended up having to drop her off because whatever she needed. But you have a young girl who's pregnant, who's starving. Yeah, should no homeless. pregnant woman ever be starving. Like, I mean, nobody should be starving, but especially, especially a pregnant you, person. If you make him one of those <laughs> babies, like right. So that for me, that that's the space that I've been working out of. But now it's like, okay, it's time to transition to to doing bigger things. You know, yeah. definitely trying to go global. Is um, there is there something you could share? She working on right now That's a little bit bigger I'm trying to figure it out So that's why I'm chilling Right now mm-hmm. I'm just chilling I'm just trying to be Be still Hear from God And find out Okay like what you want me to do Right And I did that with my book too Cause at first I had my idea As to what I wanted Then I said You know what Let me take a step back I had everything done The cover The book was done I was like Let me take a step back And I did And it actually made it better I, mm-hmm. I restructured The way the book is So I'm glad I had did that So a lot of times You just gotta take a step back and see what God wants you to do. Right. Talk okay. to me about the book a little bit. So what's what's that? I got a, a author, yeah. amongst writers. It's like I said, it's a lifestyle. Everybody, anybody that knows me knows that I love to give back and help others. So people always hit me up like V, like I want to do something, but I don't know how. So mm-hmm. they might either have money, but they don't have the time. Or they might have time, they don't have the money. Or they just might want to do something and they don't know what to do say hit me up like all right well i see it you be at the soup kitchen is it something i can do this thanksgiving whatever so um i just figured i would just start writing ways people can do things right where they are Mm. so and and beyond just cleaning out your attic (laughs) you know because a lot of times when people think about giving back they think about giving change to the person on the corner cleaning out the attic and taking it to the homeless shelter but there's so many different things so yes you can write a huge check to an organization yes you can donate clothes but there's so many things in between that spectrum so that's really what my book is is giving tips on how people can get back right where they are okay cool beans what what would be your favorite tip from that book oh i can't i have so many i have many i have many i'll take one or two because <laughs> they like they're all for me I, i'm they're all close to my heart because i feel like everything matters so i'll share one that um a woman shared with me on amazon she left a, a review one of them was helping someone um, a single mom she was she takes her kid to school mm-hmm. and the lady that left the comment she's like you know well, i'm retired and i just had my robe on whatever and i saw her i, I wanted to help her shave down the time that it would take her child to school so she could spend more time doing whatever she needed to do. So she right. went ahead and gave them a ride or I forgot how it really went down, but she, she really felt good about that. Right. You know, it's That's like, and it didn't require her to spend any money, but that was a way for her to help someone else mm-hmm. have a little more time in the morning. So little stuff like that. 
That's I mean, true. there are other things too, like because a, a lot of it, some of it was inspired too, because I, a lot of people, especially guys, they like to stunt. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, it's extreme. our mating ritual. <laughs> I'm extremely turned off by people that like to stunt because in my mind, I'm thinking like, what I could be doing with that money. You right. know, it's like, and I don't really see it as them jagging it. It's just more so like, okay, that could be reappropriated somewhere else. Right. So you telling me like, I spent three bands on this belt and I'm like, okay, do you know how many computers that could buy for this, this right. tech space? You know what I'm saying? Right. So that was part of the inspiration behind it too. It was like, okay. When people, they try to stunt and they try to, you know, I, especially guys that be trying to like hit on me, like, yeah. that ain't even it. Because so, <laughs> like, unless, because if, cause if you really want to stunt, you will give me a set amount of money every month to say, all right, here, do this. Right. You know I mean, you're not, you're not, you can't do that. So until you can do that, miss me. Right. Like, I could care less about how much your shoes, your car costs. Give me two stacks a month for the next six months so I can help a single mom and yeah, that's I'll what? give you that. <laughs> I'm with that. I, that's, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. So so if a dude pull up on you like, yo, shorty, <laughs> I just uh, I just fed like 50 people down at the soup kitchen. You feel me? You now, that, now that might get my soup wheels turning. Soup, bowls, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that might get my, my wheels turning. That might get your that, wheels. That, absolutely. Y'all hear that? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm you, you, you can meet at the, uh, what's that, the lunchbox? So they be making the lunch. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag lunch. I, have, I did that one once, but that's been some years ago. But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but that's smooth. That's smooth. So the book is 100 Ways to Be Successful, to Become Successful. I know I'm getting the title yes. wrong. Yes. I have it written down. Now, I was trying to do it from memory. A hundred ways to make a difference right where you are with what you have. There we go. I was trying to do it from memory and I messed it all up. <laughs> um, and where can they find this book at? We're going to say it at the end too, but where can <clears> they find it? Everywhere. Now it's on my website, vovanais.com. V-A-U-V-E-A-N-A-I-S.com. It's on Amazon. It's on Goodreads. It's on Kindle. Um, it's on book. Etsy. You gonna do an audio book? I believe that the Kindle that there's an audio version. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. But and, I, I want people to have a physical book. Hey, like when G. I when I had it done, I specifically said I want this to be a coffee table type of book. I don't want nobody. I mean, if obviously if it's convenient for you to listen to it on the way to work, but I want it on the table because it's a conversation piece. And low key, it's super cheap. All right, <laughs> it's super cheap. And some of these the books, the some of these books be pricey. Yeah. For paper, it's crazy. Her book is amazingly priced. I'm not gonna give out the numbers right now. Go to Amazon, check it out, hit your one yeah, click buy part button. Part of the proceeds go to charity. Exactly. You know what she's gonna do with the money. Right. Whole time. Whole you know time. what I'm saying? You know what she's gonna do with the money. It's gonna feed some people somewhere close, somebody somewhere. Somebody you know. like I was helping this young lady go to prom and that stuff like that, it, it just, it helps. Like, there's definitely not a large reservoir. But, you know, I, right. I created, I have an apparel line too. So it's um Your Brand Ministry Apparel and the flag, the flag shirt, flagship t-shirt is a legacy builder. Mm. And um, proceeds from that go to, you know, various, but it's not just charity, it's small businesses and minor, right. minority owned businesses and um, startups, so. Right. That's a, that's important the economic development pieces. So very you so, important. So I'm, I'm all use about your charity, proceeds that help fund small businesses. I try mean? to help support them. Support them. Okay. Cool. 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 Damn. Hopefully one day I'll get to the point where I can like invest or whatever. But for now it's like if it's buying a ticket to an event or if it's you know whatever. 
You gotta start where you are. No, I'm with it. I'm with it. I don't hear I don't hear enough of us having this kind of conversation, talking like this. Uh um, I mean, you definitely doing the work that uh the type of work that we need that could change our own identity. You know what I'm saying? Uh I've been reading so I've been reading a little bit, uh I've been reading uh some uh some black authors and stuff like that. And a lot of their conversations have to do with our identity as black people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what we should be doing to better our identity. And I think um, right now in our community, having an excellent conversation about mental health, how mm-hmm. to handle that, whether yeah, it's mental health for people right with, uh, right, right. Uh, whether it's people dealing with like really serious clinical situations, like depression and, uh, uh, bipolar and stuff like that down to just, you know, regular mental depression, maintenance and stuff yeah. like that. Depression is a big thing. Um, I mean, the whole self, the whole self care thing in general, that's like a I'm big thing with depression, yeah. especially for men of African American men. That is a big thing. And it, it touched me recently. I went to a, um, matter of fact, <laughs> I went to a, a comedy show. Um, his name is Clint Coley. And he mentioned it at the end of his set. And he was like, right now, like, I'm, I'm just be transparent. Like, I'm going through it. Like, I, you know, I, I deal with depression. And, I mean, obviously, that's half of the battle, just being able to, one, identify that. I don't know if he's gone to therapy or not, but to, to acknowledge it. And then to talk to the public about it, that's a whole other thing. But it's just, I think it's uh, it's cool that we're creating that safe space to be able to say these, to say, to accept that people are experiencing these things and not shaming them. And not saying, oh, you just said, you know, whatever. Right. So, but it stayed with me because I know a few, I know I have friends who are dealing with it now. And I know people in the industry that have dealt with it. And it's it's very challenging because it's just like, well, I can't speak for them. But as a person that knows folks that are dealing with it, I feel helpless. Right. Because it's like. It's not too much you could do. Right. And that's, that was the hardest part because I reached out to the one of the people that I knew that dealt with it and I was like, you know, what can I do? They were like, it's not anything yeah, you nothing. can do with Those that. Blue days be blue. Right. You but I just feel like it. the one thing that we all can do is just like acknowledge it and not, not push it to the side. But I'm so glad that it's like on the table before because with black folks, we just, you know, everything's like, okay, you just, well that, we, we just accept everything. Mm-hmm. You know, now I personally, I felt some kind of way like some some weeks ago and I'm like, okay, I haven't gone to any therapist or anything, but it's like, because this is a conversation is making me, you know, look at, okay, this could be a possibility. Yeah. I don't claim that, but I'm like, okay, just knowing, okay, this is a possibility. I mean, maintenance, before, yes, just mental maintenance, having somebody. Before it was like out of the question, like, okay, right. no, you ain't, I'm, I thought depression was one of those things where it was just like, you were just like. So halfway suicidal, you know, you right. had to be like suicidal to be dealing with depression or whatever the case may be. But now I see that there's different, there's, it, it, there's, there's levels. levels to it, you right. know, and it doesn't always end in just, it, I had a different impression than most of us right. have. Most definitely. So I'm glad that it's a conversation that we're having. But then you also coming along with, uh, with the other side of it, with, um, you know, giving back, you know, and being selfless. And uh, whatnot, I think is another. So that's a form of therapy, though. Yeah, it, I can understand. I mean, but how I can it not rinse your soul? You feel me? I didn't know that. Like I said, it's just who I am. So I, I never see it as that. Like people, I, I kid you not. People ask me all the time. They're like, "What do you like to do?" Like even guys like trying to like you. Know, and I'm like, help people. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I promise you, anything that you and see they be me stuck, they don't even know what to say. No, not that, but it's just like I even was like, okay, do you have any like any other hobbies? Like you need to go learn how to jet ski, do something because honestly, that that is my answer. <laughs> That's my answer. If you ask me, because it, it's hard to explain, but that 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 is. But I've learned that I guess it is a form of therapy for me. Mm-hmm. It, it is because it's just like I deal with my own things with my own family. And as you can see, like on the gram, you you rarely ever see me on it. Like, and it's not because I'm trying to hide anything. It's just like, okay, I, I tried to flip that. There you, you know? Because you one, it. it's people dealing with way more. So right. when you when you in these situations where you see people what they dealing with, it's like, okay, yeah, this situation is bad, but look at this. So it gives you perspective. That's True a, that's that. a big part of you know helping other people too, because um, there's something they can give you too, and that's another part of the, it. All ties in with the book. You know, you don't have to be giving someone something monetarily. You mm-hmm. know, when you connect them with a person, there's so many people I've connected with at that, that, um, that, uh, the soup kitchen. And it was just like, it's priceless. It's, it's, it's priceless. And it's not even so much wisdom. It's just like making that connection, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, that, that's a form of therapy. But I think we all, between the self care, you know, doing things, just finding the outlet. Right. And being able to speak, even this, this podcast is an opportunity just to, you know? Yeah, this is definitely my, but this and running is my mm-hmm. outlet. It's where I get it all out. Um, running is spiritual for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I sweat all, all of the negativity, all of the energy. I need it's to get into great. That's not my ministry right now. Let me tell you but, something. <laughs> I'm let trying me, to get into it. Let me it, tell you something. That's one space I need to, that extra, the health piece. I was piece. a poster child for not fucking with running, okay? Like, I, I wasn't running. Not running, but just in I, general. I didn't run for the bus in high school. <laughs> I wasn't running to the bathroom. I did not run. Really? But I got into it because I, I, you know, dealing with weight issues and stuff like that, uh, you know, body image and stuff and things like that. Um, just really trying to lose some weight. And so I got around a bunch of people who did run. And me being me, you know, I'm Aries. I'm an Aries man. You know, I kind of like to be some like the center of attention. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, are y'all running? Let me get in on this. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with it. When I was training for my uh, first marathon. So how did you start? Like, I, I know you can't just like people, because you see people doing these marathons. Like, oh, no, no. So I'm going to tell you something. If I run from here to the, up that street, it's a wrap. Like, even though I aspire to do it. But that's where you start. So that's what I'm saying. But, like, but when you literally, with the first time you ran, how far did you run? Oh, I three miles. See, that's not average. That's I mean, not, don't get me wrong. Even... Like, I, I, I was a you were still an athlete. You I was athlete. a limber big nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I, you know, I was, I could move on my feet. You know, I wore my weight well. You feel me? You know, I wasn't just crazy out here. Yo, <laughs> you know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I wasn't the fastest three mile in the world. So you, you know? Average, like, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. So, I was running like 12 minute miles and stuff like okay. that. You know, at my age, I should be able to do a 10 minute mile easy. You know, but. And I slowly built on that. I did use the Nike app with all that it got. It runs and friends who gave me advice. Uh, running is definitely something you have to learn how to do. Yeah, um, that for sure. Proper I had a, equipment. Yeah. I had a definitely. guy in college, and he would just be. And I've always envied those people. I see them on. The, I see them like just, and they got this gate, and I'm like, I want to learn how to do that because it's just like it's a. You know it's, what it's, helped me out? I had to learn how to pace. That's the thing. Myself. Like, how do you get? And it's like they're in a groove, and yeah. it's like, and it's like. Yeah. I'm like, how do you get to that space? I tell people all the time when you starting off and you start running, slow down. You probably running too fast. That's why you can't run 
as long long as long as you possibly can. Nine times out of ten, you're probably running too, too fast. fast. Slow like down. Pace yourself. Yeah, and then definitely. Start to pick it up. Okay. Definitely. But I'm telling you. So when I was running my uh, when I was training for my first, because I needed something to make me stick with it, because I wouldn't have. I didn't love it enough. What was it? I signed up for a marathon. Yeah. I only did yeah, like a couple five k's. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm signing a up for a marathon. Couple five k's, like that's just like average. two. Couple five k's. Yeah, like two. Listen like to legit this guy. two. A couple five k's. Okay. That's let, like let me something. finish one five k <laughs> without dying. <laughs> but I signed up for it. When I start running like half, like half marathon distance, like 12, 13 miles, I would come home right after my run, and my face would kind of scrunch up. Like you ever had that feeling where you wanted to cry and stuff like that? Like right before you cry, your face is tuned up. Every time my tacos almost gone. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine that. I would have no reason. I would not be sad at all. I feel accomplished. My face would tune up. I wouldn't cry, but it felt like I was 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 about to cry. My little brother told me, "G, you, you running all that negativity out your body, bro. That's what you're doing." And mm. it, it was it was like a. a it was crazy, it's spiritual, and you know what I'm saying. I, you know, I had to, you know, I had to flat tummy that summer too. You know, I haven't been running. I injured myself oh. for the marathon, so I've been running. So I got a little bit of a belly back. You feel me? I hear you. I'm just much fun of my homies. Like you out here embarrassing the squad. Talking about you on watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I but, told you. That's crazy. Um. But yeah, that I didn't. I never thought about it like that. So I, I need to find something else too. Yeah. Because I never thought of it in terms of that. Like you know that. But see, physically, you're phys- like you said, like your pores, like you're just. So I need to find something like that. Man, for and sure. it, yeah, definitely. And it, even if it's not running, energy is real. Energy yeah. cannot. Energy is. It's transferred. It's, I, yeah, I I love I love the uh the theory of relativity. Because people think it's just about, you know, science and stuff. But the theory of relativity is basically what the things that govern the very small govern the very big. Everything applies by the same rule. So Mm -hmm. if you think if you're talking about thermal energy, the things that govern that is the same thing that governs spiritual energy. So you like you say you cannot destroy energy. Right, you can transfer. O- you can only be transferred. That's the same thing. That's why when you get people around you that are always miserable and always down, when you get around them, you start to feel that way and stuff right. like that. And sex too. Like people don't realize that. Like it's like you want to be a thought, but you got to understand you're transferring. Like if that person is dealing with, you know, anger, jealousy, whatever, yeah. those demons. Yeah, it's, but- it's not, and it's not even. My body count low because you gotta reach. You gotta. You <laughs> gotta reach. You gotta reach my dietary needs for me to have sex with you. That's There's certain true. things that's that my body needs from you. These guys, they definitely not. Yeah, have not, no requirements. Um, not that's, all that's, that's what's up because like I'm I'm seeing the visual of like the, the the negativity being released. So I'm thinking of it like wow that that's that's interesting. I that shit. That shit would feel good And that's probably The happiest I've ever been in my life Like that's the high that I'm chasing I'm trying to get back into running With my new work schedule and everything That is legitimately mm-hmm. a high That I'm currently chasing right now Trying to get back to that feeling Cause it's it's real It is yeah. so real I it's have like not physically, I have physically not released. Because had, if it's not released It's contained And when it's contained It's like and a lot of times people don't realize like the frustrations they have in certain stuff. It's being, it's being, tra- well, it's not being transferred, but it's being, it's just like, it's all bottled up. Yeah. And you might not even realize it. And I, and I've noticed that too. 
with myself in certain spaces. I'm like, I just randomly cry about something, and I'm like, but this isn't even related to that. Right. But it's probably it's probably something that just needs to be released. Yeah, I mean, your cup runneth over. You know what I'm saying? And that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast because I've had to learn, like, I even with this whole giving thing, it's it, on the outside looking like, in. People's like, oh, that's cool. It's so it's it's so selfless. It's altruistic. Blah blah blah. But and that's another book I may write. It's just like from the perspective of a person that gives all the time. As I don't feel obligated. It's something I want to do, but I have to understand that I have to keep my cup full. You should learn how to box. I'm working on that. Yeah. Physical they, they, they exertion change, is yeah, real. They, they, change, they change the location, but I have, I'm learning that I have to keep my cup full because for me, I'll go on E. I have no problem with it. like, okay, I'll go on E. I'm tired, whatever, but I need to go get this for such and such or I need to go do it because I know they're going to really need you. It's not the end of the world if they don't get it, but for me, I'll sleep so much better knowing like, okay, this person, this homeless person during that, the vortex, whatever, they got that blanket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's only one person. They gonna probably still be cold, and they, you know what I mean. Right. But for me, but I had to realize, okay, you need to make sure that you you here, and then right. you give from your overflow, not yeah. give from your your um your deficit. So mm-hmm. that 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 whole that's a part of it too. Like you said, yeah. that releasing that. Yeah, hell yeah, because I'm, I'm telling you, I have not had anything out of a bottle, anything rolled up, or anything taking his pants off that has been made me feel better than running. I need to find something 14, like that. 15, 16 miles. I need to find something like that for sure. Well, well I mean, philanthropy is my my drug, if you will. I mean, no, philanthropy is good. Mental and emotional things. But I need a physical ex- That outlet. physical exertion. Besides, <laughs> Besides, you know what I'm saying? You know and, that, and that's been a No, that's a whole nother. <laughs> hey, y'all heard that. Stay out them DMs. Y'all heard that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to start no, taking. No, you don't. You need to. No, no you don't. <laughs> take, take pictures. <laughs> take pictures in front of the uh, what's that? The uh, the the homeless shelter down there on Canal. Don't be trying to. You know what I'm saying? Don't be trying. You know, you know, you got some. You you probably got some old Nietzsche somewhere in the attic oh, somewhere. Man, take it down there. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, we trying to uh, threaten me with a good time. Listen, real <laughs> quick. Y'all already see. But, uh, yo, matter of fact, speaking of uh, group therapy, I think Beyonce's Hive is in need of it. Right. Oh, um, from today. Yeah. They was going hard on Shorty. I t- you with what, it? What's the problem? I'm with it. We Why? <laughs> Why? She was ordering them a drink. What? That's a, how you find that out? She said it. She was what? like, only reason I was talking to I know to they, dragged they dragged it. Yeah, they, they, they dragged They were sending like Shorty death threats. They, like, she was like, first of all, <laughs> I am like the tweet. owner's wife. So I love I don't that nigga. I don't care. I don't care what you own. First off, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come we, on, we, yo. We can, yeah, we can go there. They got to chill. They got to chill. Yeah, the have is, they extra. I'm not a high. I'm like my sister said, Jay-Z ain't cheating no more. He don't. Yeah, he don't want no. He 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 ain't making that mistake. It's it's not. It wasn't even about. See, my thing is, it wasn't even about. And I said that on my post earlier. Obviously, this woman owns a team, so this isn't about other being a groupie. You know, he's a billionaire. It's not about money thing. Obviously, they're sitting next to each other, so they're on the same level. Like you just can't. Even if you just got the money, everybody can't just. uh, I posted that. I posted that (laughs) this morning. Everybody can't keep um, that same energy. You can say something. <laughs> yeah, you come join us, sir. Um, 
So the fact that they're even sitting next to each other lets you know that, okay, there's a certain level of, but it wasn't about that. It's the fact that I'm sitting here in between you guys. So even if this wasn't my man, you're, come on. It come with the territory. Context has to mean something. No. They're sitting in a straight line across. No. No. And then with my body language is telling you, bitch, back up, excuse my language. No. That's when you're supposed to be like, or you could have just been like, you include me. How you, you know, know talks, how you, no. How you know no, Beyonce? No, we're not doing this. How y'all know Beyonce wasn't just thinking like, why the fuck do I keep coming to these games? I don't even like basketball. I could have been out doing something with Kelly. What the fuck is Michelle doing right now? Like, how you, how you know she wasn't just thinking that? She was like, I wasted a perfectly good outfit to sit courtside to watch these sweaty niggas run up and down this court. LeBron James ain't even on the court. So she, those facial expressions couldn't have been made any other time during the game. That's just when they took when pictures. Was, nah, they didn't take pictures nah. at any other time of the any game. Any other time she was doing what she did two seconds prior. She was waving You want to know why I think my theory is correct? Is because Beyonce don't even post on IG, but she, she, took, out, she took outfit of the day pictures and posted them. You ain't seen on her page? She posts all the time. No, she don't. She do. But she just started doing it. <laughs> Look, no, like. But she ain't never took. She ain't never posted stuff like this. Like I'm gonna pull it up. Hold on, one time. What she do? She look, she be posting up like you know just regular like little little fashion She's stuff. Post- this is right here. This is this outfit was way too good for me to be sitting courtside. No, I need she, y'all to see this shit. No, that- <laughs> That's what this was, Jay. Mm. Jay, no. take another picture, Jay, from the other angle. That's what that was. Look at that. Come on. Look at them smiling courtside. So, this is the thing. All the women, we agree. On my post, they, they commented. Every woman, and even my, like, super cool friends that's, like, really laid back, they were like, nah, bye, Becky. No. No. Not and that lets you know hard, something. Man. That lets you know... We don't even have any sound. It's just anybody would come, anybody that that's not special could see, read Beyonce's body language and see, but okay, you know what, I'm too at close. A party. I'm they too were close. sitting courtside. She couldn't close. get up and go over there and say, yeah. But that's, nah, nah, nah. The, that's the whole point. This is not the time for you to be trying to have that kind of conversation. I don't know if it was halftime. I don't know what it was, but it, it, it sounds like she this, was, this social she was, she setting was is not the right type of social setting for us to talk <laughs> right now. It's, There's it's, obviously it's, it's, a game going time. on. But she was, she was ordering a drink for who? For both of them. She got them a drink. It's her home. It's her crib. So that's what it was about. Okay. Yeah. What she said. But look at him. Look at his face. Look at his response. Well, he didn't look like he was saying, give me no. I mean, Pity he was the doing the right no. thing. He wasn't really trying to talk, talk. That's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly that's what we're saying. She it's was the ordering my man's a uh, drink. She no. was like, Jay, what you drink? He was looking at her she like, was like no, you know what this ain't. Like, you know, he was into the game like everybody she was else. Like, she was like, Jay, would you like some Ciroc? He was like, Ciroc. So this, no. This gives me the impression that the game was actually going on. It would be different if it's like, okay, this is a halftime, it's on the break, whatever. This gives me, like, women, we come up with our own, like, we got a whole scenario in our heads. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with you. Y'all, so, it's, it's a whole other dimension where women's thoughts live. Yes. Yeah. So we got a whole we have a whole scenario for this this particular video with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, and ain't nobody changing it. Nobody. Nobody changing <laughs> and it. And you it's not even about the beehive. It's just like I don't know. 
We, we Chicks was on here talking about their traumatic experiences of being somewhere <laughs> with a chick talking to today, man, we are and they not included. We are triggered it was right now. so many trigger women. We are triggered right now. It was so many trigger women. What did, I'm trying to. I gotta. I gotta find her post. What did she say? <laughs> what did she say? Uh, I can't find it. I ain't gonna spend too much time looking for it. But she had. She had. Oh, here you go. She was like, listen, Beehive, I respect Queen B. I love her. I talked to her husband twice tonight. First, to take a drink order for the both, for them both when they arrived as they were our guests. Second, to explain why I gave his wife a rose from a fan. All of this has been taken out of context. She passing a rose to the queen and y'all giving it to her like that? We didn't see that in the video. We didn't see that. You need to. How you know Beyonce you ain't fart? Post that rose and that. You need How to you post... know she just didn't need to fart, and she was just like, you ever had that feeling where your booty kind of itch, and you can't scratch it, so you like you kind of uncomfortable a little bit. Okay, sir. Could have been that. We not trying to hear it. We not trying to hear it. She three kids in. It's not even about the cheating. For me, it was more so just like space, respecting space, and like, you know, just pick up on the vibe that, okay, you just really look a little too intimate right now. It ain't even about him. It's like, okay. And then you're not even including me. Like, okay. Look at, give me some icons or something. You just all over they it. They was talking I'm, in the video. You ask me, I'm telling you why we, all the women, we feel some kind of way. I don't know. All right. Okay, lady. Take notes, man. Y'all win. Y'all win. Niggas, don't be, don't. If you're going to talk to somebody, go stand next to them. But don't stand there too long. <laughs> no, because that's gonna go be a problem too. To you look the other way and act like you didn't hear. So, well, damn, that's rude. That's crazy. Are you, I, that's I, crazy. You All right. Do? Okay. So, feeding homeless people and ignoring <laughs> women. I think we get down to uh, her tender profile. <laughs> This is a tender. Must be able to ignore all conversation <laughs> with other women and give back. I do not have a tender profile. <laughs> first of all, I don't even have time for a tender profile. Bumble. What is Bumble? Uh, I think that's for Puerto Ricans. Never mind. I can't remember. <laughs> no, I've heard of it. Like on a movie or something. It's like I tender. Heard it recently. It really? Yeah. But I think that's for like Hispanic people. Oh. I can't remember. I don't think I was Bumble. But no, I uh, was it? I heard it. Just, it's. Is it swipe or is it Tinder the one where they do the swipe? Yeah, I think all of them swipe, but Tinder was the one who made it popular. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I tried it once, so my um, best friend told me she married the guy she met off a uh, Hispanic guy. Off Tinder? Off of uh, another one, which I'm not going to state. Um, Why not? She got <laughs> Chris Domingo. <laughs> she got Farmers Me. <laughs> she got <laughs> Black Planet. <laughs> she. She convinced me to try it. She was like, you know, I know that you're really a really busy woman. Like, you always moving around. You might not have time to necessarily. But see, that's the crazy thing. And that's another reason why people would, like, find it hard to, like, figure out, like, why you think. It's like, you move around a lot. You you have a lot of, like, single dope male friends, handsome male friends. You interact with a lot of people regularly. And you come across a lot of guys. So, what's, I don't know. So, she was like, you know, maybe that might be a better option for you to try online dating. So, I'm like, all right. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. I can't even... I don't know how people do that. Like, I shut down most of my social media. So, mm-hmm. like... And that's a form of social media. But, I mean, I'm just like... In general, I just... Right now, I can't handle all of that. So, you can't handle a boyfriend? Or you just can't handle, like... Wow. Wow. No, I, wait. How did wow. that sound? How did that come out? It can't... Wow. Okay, wait. See, it's funny how... I was just trying to get an understanding. <laughs> 
Let me finish the statement then. Maybe it no, might no, maybe it might finish it. better than saying, it started. Like, it's, it's funny how men like you guys are really perceptive, and it's like we'll be all in the details, and like you guys pick out the big picture. Okay, so you ain't got time for this or that. Like, what what, what you talking about? I mean, yeah, <laughs> we we. we my mind never didn't go any. Okay, so I'm, no. I, so my thing is, I make I'm time asking. for what I want to make time for, but in terms of like. Like just being idle and just sitting around. Like I haven't had Facebook in over six years. Um, I only do IG like to kind of stay connected to the world. But that's a whole other subject with social media and how we just like become socially inept because we have like all these different things and we're just always connected. But like yeah, the that that thing it was overwhelming because it's like you got all these people hitting you up and not because I'm so special. It's just like it's a regular thing. Okay, if you see somebody you're attracted to, you're gonna hit them up, inbox them. And then you get all these messages and you Hard forget eyes. to go do the same thing over and over. My name is, I like, I like to do, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, even though it's, it's to help you, it's, it's, a, it can be overwhelming. I can, I, I have, but it's, I know everything has changed. That. Everything my, has uh, changed. My boxes, my DM is dry. Man, they better stay dry. They better stay dry. <laughs> but it's, it's, everything has changed. Like back in the day, I used to see like people that did it online. I used to assume like a, a person was just like, they, Something was wrong. It's, it's like something wrong with you if you online dating. But now, like that's the thing, mm-hmm. especially for young professionals, millennials. That's like a, a, a big thing. Um, so I don't knock it, but I don't know if it's for me. That's yeah, true. I don't know what Bumble is. I mean, I we already know what you like. What you want to meet your guys? So <laughs> I understand. But see, that's the thing. And people are so like, I would appreciate it. I would definitely appreciate having a guy who's like who who shares the same passion, but they don't necessarily have to like be mm-hmm. on that all that trying to do all of that stuff. As long as what if he's not a LeBron James fan? That might be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be an issue. Like I tell people, I'm like, I I can be friends with people that don't believe in God, but I cannot date somebody that does not believe in God. LeBron, if you, I we just I don't I don't no, no I mean it's just it's it's not that deep but it's just like disrespect his game at least you know you might not like him as a player you might not feel like he's the goat you might not feel, whatever just respect him respect what he's brought to the table that's all I ask. No, I'm with that. But yeah, people assume like. I gotta have somebody that's doing the same thing. It doesn't have to be that. Just support me and my endeavors. Like that's my love language is like just acts of kindness. But right. for me, on the receiving end, just be supportive. Like what I got going on. I'm with guys, that. guys, they be trying to hit me up, and this is like you haven't been to one of my events. Like back in the day, I used to do a lot of networking events. I used to host a uh, a networking social called a, a Shark Tank social. Right. And before that, I, I did some stuff, and mm-hmm. and it's like I've done this multiple times. So even if you couldn't make this one. You could do, you know what I mean? Like pop up. You meet me in my meet me in my element. You know, if a guy, if you if you play basketball, you a coach, whatever, and you don't really have a lot of time, I'm gonna come to wherever you at. You know what right. I'm saying? Because I'm gonna meet you in your element. That's important. That's to support people in whatever it is they do. Because that's not gonna change. You know, I don't have to like all the same things, but just be supportive of it. You know, so yeah, I would definitely. I'm more attracted to to guys who who have a selfless spirit, but at the same time, they don't have to be into a hardcore. If you just make a lot of money, want to give me money to do something nice, that's cool too. There you go, there you, go. you know what I'm saying? You are you are here uh, making your moves. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, hold on. So no, nah, I feel it. I feel it. It's you are a 
hardworking woman, an author, philanthropist. You're getting all the way down. <laughs> I definitely uh, can see, um, definitely see you going far. Definitely going with it. Uh, I'm, I want it. I'm definitely, I'm getting the book. I'm copying the book. I'm reading the book because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really not no soup kitchen ass nigga. Like. I, I, and you know what that's where I am with it uh, I, I would like to know ways that I could give back from a distance I haven't gotten up Absolutely. to that and that's, point and where that's I want to be for. you know that's what I'm saying exactly who close and for. personal I don't like, want uh, it to be intimidating I don't want it I was to be at like a ch- I was at a church where they wanted to like like give out toothbrushes and stuff yeah. like that you know little little mm-hmm. little bags and stuff like that and want to go past I didn't really want to go past it out please understand <laughs> I, I, it has nothing to do with feeling like I'm disgusted yeah. by homeless people or anything uh-huh. like that. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I'm just, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, smells bother me. And <laughs> I'm just not there yet as as a person. You don't have to be. But, you know no. what I'm saying? That don't mean I don't care. You know, right, I, and that's, I, and that's I, what I it's for. I want to definitely do something. That's what it's for because there's, there's so many ways, there's so many opportunities See, I've worked with non-for-profits over 15 years. So I've, I, grassroots, corporate, all of that is like, so right. I've, I've seen all of, there are so many opportunities that, that falls between you actually handing out the bag and you making the bag and you actually handing out the bag. Right. You know what I mean? And even before that. So it can be that you just go drop off and say, okay, I'm buy, I'm gonna go to Family Dollar. I'm gonna get like a bag of toothbrushes. This, that, and the other, whatever, and just give it to them. Small, small. I'm with it. That's simple. Or it can just be like, all right, yeah, if somebody there need a ride down to the place. Right. Like, I'm not staying, but y'all need a ride. Boom. Cool. Or if you want to pay. Money. Or if you want to get an Uber. It was one lady did that when it got really cold. She um, purchased hotel hotels for a lot of homeless people. I heard Chicago. about that. that I thought that a... was so dope. Like, that's that's what it's about. It's just hey, like you know getting what I creative. Heard? You know what I heard about on the radio today? I'll be listening like uh, WBZ or whatever, um, the NPR channel. In New York, they have to have a bed for you if you're homeless. They have to. It's mandatory. And if all the spots are taken up, they, they put them up in hotels. Sometimes it'd be like mm-hmm. really expensive High end hotels that they'll yeah. and purchase a room for them for the night and stuff like that. LA, they, you know, the issue with uh, with out there with the homelessness, like the tent, the tent cities, whatever. It's like that's beautiful. what she was telling me. She's like, here is different because like we we're required like to make sure there's like yeah. um, there's uh, heating uh, places, whatever. They don't have that out there. So like when I mean not to say that they would have a heat stroke, <laughs> but right. the condition like there's nothing that required there there are no requirements in terms of where where they can be put or their safety when it comes to mm-hmm. homelessness. So every city is different. So you have to just like I said I, I I say you know make your charity your own. You know I was I was heavily inspired by um home and um home makeover. Forget the. Oh, the uh, yeah, yes. when they was like revamping people. Man, that I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. Like, I don't know what happened to that show, but I I thought that was so freaking dope. Like, just yeah. man. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Pull up the Home Depot, get a couple masks, <laughs> some lumber, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but see, that's what I'm working on. I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, how I can use my resources to do that. So, I'm really just trying to change the game of philanthropy. So, I but I want to connect it with business. Cause I'm also a businesswoman, so like I'm trying to figure out how I can finesse this whole okay real estate game, helping single you know moms. Would be dope? 
if I'm sorry, I mean cut you mm-hmm. off. If you sponsor a family for like Christmas, not necessarily you personally, I but if that. you could connect, yeah, oh, I shit. have a toy drive. There you go, bam. Hey, that has been there. Yeah, I have. That's so. That's something else I do. We have a toy drive, and it started because I was raised by a single mom. So do so. you do it? So do you do it with like people just drop off toys? Or because I was saying, I was thinking, and if you do this too, that's even dope because I be coming up with genius ideas, but sometimes <laughs> other people do it first. But like, so like, let's say, um, you know, somebody who's you know, well off, right? Me, I'm well off, right? And you say, hey, and um, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, look, some of the bad, you say, hey, and uh, I have a family, uh, a uh, little girl that's there. This is her Christmas, so she would like something off the Christmas list, boom. So that's what's crazy. So when my, when my PR firm, like I said, this has always been a passion. So I've done this stuff all throughout. So it started out as me just going around collecting toys from people, like literally. Right. So I was raised by a single mom. So my, my, I have, a, I'm very empathetic towards single moms. I know what that struggle is like, you know, to be, you can be working hard, going to school, working two jobs, you just take two steps forward to make three steps back, you know, around the holidays, it's the worst. And no one wants to be able to tell their child, not this, not this time or not right now. You can't get it on Christmas. I can get it when I get my refund. So my thing is like, I don't want mothers to have to do that. So my storage job specifically for single moms. I mean, we help. Thankfully we've been blessed where it's grown, where we can help more people. So it started out just a regular, I'm again, me driving around the city, just picking up, donations or a person donating and I get the toys and then I will drop it off to the shelters. Then I started collaborating with my homies, Cherry Contributors of Chicago. We collabed and we changed it into a toy wrapping party. So now we have it where we have an event, everybody brings the toys and the families come and they wrap the toys with us because I was in my living room wrapping all these toys. I'd be up two o'clock in the morning, Christmas Eve, or, you know, a few days before Christmas, wrapping all these toys. Yeah. And my homie, he's like, okay, we can go about this a different way. Yeah, and then it was also opportunities to support a black-owned business. Mm-hmm. It was also an opportunity to have families come together. So now we have it where they bring, they bring, and we get food too. Sometimes we give out food. And then it evolves to, okay, sponsoring families. So one year we had a family. I don't know if you heard about the mother. She was, um, is it in Indiana? I forget what it was. Which basically, she was murdered in front of her daughter. It was Damn. she had like a lot of kids and it was a domestic violence situation. She was going back to get the papers. He killed her when she he shot her rather. So they were left to her, her brother, and they called him the something ten. But long story short, we sponsored we made sure everything that they they all gave us a list of what they wanted, including right. the, the the brother that was taking care of them. And we presented it to them, and that was like one of the dopest things I've ever done because it was just like I know how much that was going to impact him. Like you yeah. taking on like seven, eight kids That's right before crazy. the holiday, <laughs> like, right, right before. So we we try to do that. We, I mean, it's it's on a whole other level now, but yeah, I mean, I, I try to create opportunities for people to to give how they can. That that might be one the toy drive, the I'm soup kitchen, it. whatever it is. I'm with it. That's that so y'all better be there this year. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm currently uh, working on a bit of my site, so hopefully that's something I'll be able to post on my site oh. and whatnot. Maybe even uh, do some that glass is lit, right? Wait till you like a few this. drinks in, and you're trying to sit that joint right. down, <laughs> and it's tilting. You like, well, I'm, no, I'm not this fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, uh, let me see where we at um, as far as time goes. I know I talk too much. Yeah, nah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed listening. I've enjoyed learning. 
Um, uh, I I definitely want to touch on the fourth list, but I guess I could do that another time. No, uh, we can talk about it. Oh, are we out of time? No, nah, yeah, we we coming up on it. <laughs> I try not to go over an hour and a half because I hour? personally can't. Seventy minutes right now, so we had an no. hour and ten minutes. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness, I talked too much. Nah, this is about <laughs> kind of like the norm because I enjoy conversations so much. So this is where it's at. Okay, so look, check it out. Forbes list is popping this year because Jay Z has become the first. Uh, billionaire hip hop Shouts out to him I know some people uh, Think Dr. Dre uh, Earned that title With mm-hmm. the whole Beats and Apple Collaborate uh, uh, They had actual whatnot. numbers huh? him, Do they have his actual numbers Cause I well, thought Forbes' was formula there. Says Jay Z Is the billionaire I'm going with Forbes you know what I'm saying? So I'm assuming Diddy ain't even. I thought Diddy was like up there at one point. Yeah, he was close, but Jay Z was always it. the closest. Like, so Diddy never hit. He never. I thought he nah. did it. No. Nah, nah. Wow. Last the last four of lists, he was at 850 million. Jay Z wow. was at 900 million, and now this Dre is just for hip hop, or this is just African American. Because uh, Oprah wasn't hip hop. I mean, well, no. So, so it was hip hop. This the four, this Forbes list had like a bunch of people on there. But Jay Z was the first. Uh, Jay Jay Z was on there. He's yeah. always been on there, but they just you know saying that he was the first, uh, um, um, fucking billionaire in hip hop okay. and stuff like okay. that. And so this is like a, a total. I, yeah, you know what you get all the sound bites because I just been saying the yeah. sound bites like okay, okay, he's a billionaire. Yeah. I'm like, what's yeah. new? I he ain't high on the list. Oh, okay. It's a bunch <laughs> of motherfuckers rich than him. <laughs> He's I'm just the first it, so one like, at a billion on it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you know what's what new? I, I just assume he's always been a billionaire, but because uh, and then Serena Williams is the first. It. So that's the that, I think that's more yeah. of the accomplishment for our folks. It's like, okay, he's on this list as you know. Yeah, Serena Williams is on the women's uh, joint. She the first athlete on the women's Forbes list. And then Rihanna killing everybody, even Queen. But well, she's lost. She's so low. Six hundred million. Shouts so out to LVMH for hitting her with that bag. She's so low key with it. Like she just came in with that line. She came in with all this. The majority like, of it has come from Fenty. Mm-hmm. I got it in my bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's your shit? That's what I got on. <laughs> What's your shit? I don't know the name of it. I just uh, it's the red. It's red. <laughs> I know I'm using this over Mac from now on. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Black on all day. Exactly. Um, uncensored red. But uh, yeah, she came radio. in real low key. It wasn't even all that media. It was just like, all right, it was an announcement that she did this partnership, Puma, then Fenty, then you know what I mean. Like she's yeah. just securing that bag without she having. It. To... And that's a family name. Like that shit sound like some, <laughs> like crazy. Uh, like that shit sounds like super. Uh, um, but that's really luxurious. what it's about, man. Like, I, and that's why I say I'm a businesswoman too. Like I'm really all about pushing, just legacy. And that, that's whatever it means to an individual. But it's putting your family in a better position than what they were. You know, so you don't necessarily have to be rich. And I think that's another thing, too. Well built. Yeah, you want to you want to secure the bag. But, like, you want to secure, like I said, mental health. You want to secure that security. You want to secure that emo, uh You want to secure things that, that weren't secure. So if you didn't have a healthy relationship with your father, you didn't know what it looked like for. Because I know a lot of men, they don't know what it looks like for their father to say, I love you. Or I I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they just accepted, okay, they got he has a different love language. Us bonding over this, that's I his kiss way. My I know a lot of men now, they're doing a lot of things that their fathers weren't doing. So legacy it, it it's it's different for everybody, but 
you know, for a man, it might be like, okay, I want my legacy to be that any, every man behind me, they do this or they see this or I can produce this. But I have a homie. That's how he was. And I I was so, I I loved, I've heard him tell us, I love you when he was dropping them off at school. And I'm like, I never heard that before. Yeah. Most times it's just like, I, you know, or I see, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's just like, okay, I'm taking care of you. We just assume that, you know, I love you. Yeah. But. Hey, hey. Yeah, you know where we yeah, at. Right, right. You feel me? So don't don't let nobody call my ass while I'm at work. <laughs> so <Swear to> God. <laughs> so yeah, for me, it's just like pushing that whole legacy thing. My, even my company, everything, my the, the, uh, the motto, build your brand, start a legacy. That's my motto for my consulting company. That's and like good. I said, the shirts is the legacy builder uh, flagship shirt. It's just it's all about the. And I know that's the whole thing now. Obviously, Jay Z did the song, and it's just like, it, but. That's just always been for me. It it it's always been a thing for me because it's just like I know so much that I didn't have. Right. So for me, it's like okay, it's so important for me to do this. It's not about me being the first, but it's about me just changing this. You know, breaking generational strong uh, curses or strongholds. It's like, and what's crazy is like I'm I'm leading the charge, but I don't know what I'm doing. Right. All I know it's like okay, I don't want this to continue, or I don't want to continue to see that. So I don't even have anybody to guide me because. <laughs> right. So that's that's the hard. I part. do I do agree with you. I feel like um, in our community, we start from square one each generation. It's definitely uh, a lot of our past successes, our past triumphs have been stripped away from us, and then because we've had such a hard time, especially. Uh, since the 70s to build generational wealth back up again because uh, I believe we had it prior to that oh, time yeah, like the 50s and stuff like that um, we it just end up starting from square one every time a new generation is born and stuff like that and I do feel like our generation Hard. is definitely poised to uh, begin rebuilding our generational wealth and everything I think uh um, I'm 30, so um, I think our parents are kind of spoiled by by um, freedoms and not dealing with blatant racism, you know, in the 80s and 90s, late 80s, early 90s and stuff like that. And they kind of, I don't want to blame old people or whatnot, but just they might have been more lackadaisical about certain things that now our generation is really taking a stand and getting back into the fray and the fright. And trying to understand it and stuff like that. I don't think we are going to solve the problems. I think if we continue along this route, our our children's children would be better adapt to we solve a lot of our problems. Though. We have different resources, so yes, thank God to the internet. We did that. Thank God. We have a, dealing with a whole different animal. You know, I um, worked briefly with the Rainbow Push Coalition, and it was interesting to see because you have such a historical organization. And it was, in the beginning, it felt great because it's like, okay, oh yeah. my goodness, this is Rainbow Push, this is Jesse Jackson. But then you realize, like, okay, there's a there's a huge disconnect, and we tried to to bridge that dis- that connection, but there's a huge and just in general, there's a disconnect with the generations, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's like they they're still but, subscribing to this whole okay, let's go march, let's do. It. And I did it for a while. Yeah. I did it was I think was for Trayvon and a few other things. I, I but I just felt like I, I'm past that, and I felt like there. 
there are other ways that we can make sustainable change. And I get it. They want to have media attention. They want to, you know, bring it's attention. part of it. It's, it's, it's part, part of it. But I feel like I feel like the change that we need to make millennials, it needs to be substantial on, on the back end. Like, you know, we need to be making sure that we're in these spaces where we make these decisions like that. That recent video that went viral was like, I'm that's above me now. Yeah. That the bigger part of that was that he was in a position to say that. Yeah. So we need to be in these these we yeah. need to be uh, judges. We need to be lawyers. We need to be doctors. We need to be in these spaces where we can tell yeah. them this ain't that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you not gotta be in the room. You can't just be shouting from outside the room. So st- not I'm always begging and not always, you know, banging outside the door and run trying to uh, cut off Michigan Avenue and just protesting. No, like yeah, if there's some people yeah. that want to do that, that's cool. But because even me, even Dr. Martin Luther King marched for days, but at the end of the day. He got most of his shit done inside of that room. And that's I think that's what it takes and it's just like we need the we we definitely need the wisdom from the old the old school, but they have to understand like I said, we have different resources now. So we gotta leverage our new resources with the old school wisdom. Right. So how we do that, I we're gonna, gonna figure it out. We're we gonna, gonna we gotta out. figure we gonna, it out. We have this this fool in that. office, he ain't we gotta fit. It ain't no if yeah, we got to <laughs> listen, uh, uh, I'm gonna be saying it up until voting day. Go fucking vote. You know See, what I'm that's saying? a whole nother topic. And whole I like last vote. I, last I'm vote. starting to somewhat understand how people feel when they say, because I'm, I'm definitely pro vote and I'm always telling people too, but I'm seeing how it's kind of, it, it's kind of beyond rigged it's like it's hard to explain it's not rigged. i can see how people feel it's, like it would not matter but it's I'm not like, rigged it's, worse it's just uh it's an outdated system it's not rigged it's just really an it's outdated not, system rig is a bad word i'm just saying like in terms of technically 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 the vote probably really does not matter so whether you have i vote, don't believe it to a certain I'm sorry. Let me, let me let you finish your no, thought. I gotta be I'm careful. Sorry. I gotta be careful with this because I don't want to give the impression that I feel like it does not because it does. In this recent election for the mayor of Chicago, that was a prime example of what happens but, when you don't go out. And but vote. that that so, is that local elections are are definitely a place for you to see where your vote counts the most because those are all decided based on popular votes. The presidential election has this electoral college, which is the outdated system, which kind of doesn't take an account for the popular vote. But when you get into local elections, every single That's, vote you, you truly just, you counts. Just know what I was thinking, because but I couldn't articulate. yeah, because they, it's about who has the most people voting, mm-hmm. as far as local elections goes. And when I say local, not only your mayors, your governors, your aldermen, but also your senators, the people who are judges. in D.C. right now, judges and he stuff like that. that. For a judge to retain his seat, he only has to get seventy percent of uh, the people who voted for him to retain his seat. Mm-hmm. Only seventy percent. I think people are at the point now where they're just like, okay, you know what? But see, my frustration with black folks and they vote, they feel like, <laughs> what you gonna do for us? And to a certain degree, I understand that. But when a person is in office, they are to serve everyone. Yeah. Everybody feels some kind of way about Obama. He didn't do this for us. This man is not going to fly back every time there's a mass shooting out south and come have a... a, 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 a he was too busy saving the world. I'm sorry. I ain't mad at uh, Obama. You're the freaking president. 
whether you black or not, that's not your charge to come back to your home city and no. Okay. It ain't. It ain't even just that. My man's, anybody. It don't matter my man's, no, my man's was legitimately sa- too busy saving the world. Like the world was under a financial crisis, where we were done. Or just in general, like and my man's put on his cape and saved the entire every country, not just America, every country, bro. Like is there would be no America without <laughs> Barack Obama? And you can go back Say and look at the facts. For the ones in the back, because... You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of people, black folks, that feel some kind of way after I mean, his after his 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 terms, and I'm just like, I mean, you, you know, even, he was definitely a, a black man who believed in uplift suasion and stuff like that. Um, you know, the idea that if you act better and be better, society would treat you better and stuff like that. Um, he definitely had his moments where he stuck with older ideals and stuff like that. But I mean, he is of his generation, but. No, that's not the issue they had. They had an issue with. They had an issue with. Um, hey, I can say something. You can say something. Speak all you want. Like I just want to say that I think what the major issue with a lot of black folks and Obama was, they expected Obama to do what a lot of crooked presidents did before, and look out for their own. Obama didn't just look out for us; he looked out for the human race. Race, which is your job as a president. What the fuck? Speak on it. <laughs> Come sit down, bro. Don't go over there. And so, uh, you know. I figured since he did that and people didn't like what he did that, then, you know, it it, it fucks with him. That's what a lot of people can't understand. Because, like, he told um, the group of pastors that he met with in the United States, because my pastor was one of the ones he met with. He told them, you know, I'm just not the president of straight Americans. I'm the president of all Americans. So I can't just be like I'm not going to legalize gay marriage because now I'm going against a whole demographic of people that I'm elected to look after. Exactly. So he can't just follow his beliefs when he's doing a job like that. He has to be unbiased. And I mean, that's, and that's the thing we've gotten. So we're so used to corruption. So especially with a lot of black folks, you're so used to this. Now you want, like you said, they want him to do the same thing. Right. You can't say I want equality. You can't say I want all this. I want justice. I want this. But then you say, okay, no, I want our person to be able to do what y'all doing. No, yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah, I think I think he would have been able to do a lot more for his community had not he been given the bag that he was given when he first came into office. Uh, you know, basically rebuilding our economy and be rebuilding the world. Come on, no, he did an excellent job. I just don't think he was. He wasn't going to be able to focus on his people solely because the whole that's, world was no, in crisis. That shouldn't be expected. That's nah, the fuck problem. that. I don't believe. I don't, I don't, nah. I expected. No. I expected. No. I, I, I did expect. I wasn't Why? expecting him. I wasn't expecting him to get every nigga a Cadillac. I'm just saying <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? So when you're saying his people, you're talking about just black people. You know what I'm saying? You know he is, I, I expect. Right? Like, I expect this. So, something. what is his people? So, well, his. his that side of him is good. So we don't count our side. side <laughs> no, it's just they good already. My thing is, is you know, like, uh, like the idea of reparations. I think if he didn't come into the financial situation he was in, the conversation we having right now about reparations, we would have had uh, 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 six to eight years ago when he was in office. We would have been researching the idea of reparations. Um, I think we would have done a better job at protecting the Civil Rights Voting Act because that was gutted while he was in office and stuff like that. I just think that he had bigger worldly problems on his 
on his desk, unfortunately, that was caused by Republicans. I don't, and I'm not shitting on y'all, but y'all fucked it up. Bush fucked it up and stuff like that. And he had just a lot more to deal with. I think in his second term, you know, he definitely uh, kind of came back and dealt with more local things like the police brutality that was definitely getting shown a lot more at the end of his presidency. And he was speaking up more. I just think we would have seen that Obama earlier had he not been dealt the hand that he was dealt as far as our country, national and global economic situation. I definitely feel like he had it in him. I, the priorities are different when you're the actual president. When you're the so, king of the world. But see, the thing is, a lot of the things that they were they were expecting are things that you can easily talk to your alderman about. You can talk to your people, your True locals. That. You know what I'm saying? So that's True the that. issue that I have. It's like, okay, you, you haven't even, you, half of you all don't even know. Why are you starting all the way up top? Go talk you to, yeah. You don't even know who they are. You don't even vote lawfully. You're not involved in your community. You haven't done these things. So Shout out to Pat like, Dow, gang, gang. <laughs> You don't don't make these blanket statements about someone that you you when he was on the local level were you involved you know what I mean like what you know what I'm saying it's like miss me with that don't be telling me oh every time there's there's a mass shooting and it's a it's a high rate over Labor Day oh he didn't come back what yeah, nah, are you serious nah, I, come on now yeah I'm not expecting that nigga to stand on 63rd and nothing. <laughs> I, I agree exactly. with you right and it's there. Not, he's not our president. That's the thing. He's not our president. He's everyone's president. So cut him some slack. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's that sense of you know, it was like like power, but at the same time, I still knew like he has a job to do, and he did his job. But this one that's in there now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's wrong with my boy Trump? Oh shit! All right, y'all. This has been uh, another episode <laughs> of the Cool nice. Talk <laughs> Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Disable Trump's uh, Twitter and disable this one's. <laughs> I appreciate y'all coming through, coming back. You know we're gonna have some more episodes, some more dope people. You are gonna hear from a Cool Thought uh, soon in your feeds. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, liking and commenting. It's probably the most important thing you can do because it let it 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 uh it makes me look good. You know, I'm trying to get that sponsor action. You feel me? I'm trying to get that money. You know what I'm saying? I got a little sponsor. Shouts out to Anchor FM. I appreciate you. Hey. I get a little residual income from that because y'all be listening. But I would like more people throwing me a little bit of cash. You feel me? Uh, so go ahead, like and comment. Fit. Put it back into the community. Listen. Treat the stars on your Apple Podcast like the soup kitchen. Give back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just five stars. You know what I'm saying? And when you say you could just throw the little emoji sign up when on the comment, you ain't gotta write a whole paragraph. You know, just show me some love. Um I have uh once again uh oh my god. Vote. I got it. I didn't Vo. need your help. I didn't need it. Vote on the east. Okay. Uh Writer, philanthropist, entrepreneur, working woman extraordinaire. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Legacy builder. Legacy builder. LeBron fan. LeBron fan. Michael B. Jordan wife. Michael B. Jordan wife. You feel me? (laughs) The mother of dragons out here. You feel me? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She laughing, but she'll know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. She don't. She never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, bro. Never. You know, everybody can't be perfect, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know? 
Uh, but she's damn near close. Go That's check out. All they gonna take away from this podcast? Yeah. Like, all this stuff we talk about, they gonna be like, she is yeah. not saying GOT. No, that's all they taking away from. <laughs> Yo, who this non Game of Thrones ass shit? Or, Harry, or Harry Potter. <laughs> or Harry Potter. He's like, oh, I got. Never it seen a movie. Never read a book, bro. You don't she let me know. Ex- you give me excuse for the, the movies, but the books. Some good books. Oh my goodness. Goosebumps was the last book I read that was even like. Okay, so you have you have two <laughs> options, right? Two options: either you read the New Testament or you read Harry Potter. It's the same story; you'll get the same idea. <laughs> wow! Wow! I love the relationship you won't miss analogies. Anything. Okay. I love the spiritual uh, analogies. Go you get. Said, I'm like a Jehovah Witness if religion were. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Religion, I'm a See the few chosen that? people who ain't watched Game of Thrones, man. No, God no, only no, let no. them. She has watched But yo, go check out her. Go get her book, A Hundred of Ways to Make a Difference. Right, where you are with what you have. Where you are with what you have. Go get it on Amazon, Kindle. Anywhere they be selling books, you know what I'm saying? Get it shipped. Say what? Etsy. Goodreads, Etsy. There you go. Hit that one click buy button right now. Support this queen all day. Let's keep the crown on our head. Uh, I love y'all. You can say it back. It's okay. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Oh, you talking about us? Nah, I was talking Uh, to them.